How's it going, everybody? Adrian here, and welcome back to the Gaming Observer for Friday, March the 26th. We're closing out your week with some video game news. And what a day of news it is. Let's jump right into it. The first thing we got to talk about is the 2021 BAFTA Awards. Definitely one of the more respected game awards in the industry right now, and I'm going to run through most of them here. So the big winner of the overall show is Supergiant Games with Hades, because not only did they pick up the top award of Best Game, they also won more awards than anybody else at the event. So they got Artistic Achievement for the lead artist, Gen Z. They won Game Design, Narrative for Greg Kasavin, and Performer in a Supporting Role for Logan Cunningham. He's the main voice of Supergiant that you're familiar with. And Zeus in Hades. Now, there were only three other games which got more than one award. So Animal Crossing New Horizons got Game Beyond Entertainment and Best Multiplayer. Sackboy A Big Adventure won Best British Game, because the BAFTAs are a British award show, and Best Family Game. And then The Last of Us Part II won Best Animation and Performer in a Leading Role for Laura Bailey as Abby. Last of Us Part II also picked up the only fan-voted award, which is a basically Game of the Year award. Here are some other interesting wins. Uh, debut game went to Carrion, which I was kind of surprised by. I was expecting Factorio to win that. Evolving game was won by Sea of Thieves, beat games like Destiny 2 and Fortnite. Uh, audio achievement went to Ghost of Tsushima, while music went to Miles Morales. And then the last two, Kentucky Route Zero picked up a win in the original property category, which I was really happy to see. And Dreams was given the Technical Achievement Award, which makes a lot of sense. I know a lot of people have really been loving that game, and it's really being seen as a quite a marvel. Which, if you haven't seen it, it's a, it's a PlayStation exclusive, which allows you to create your own games. A lot of people having fun with that. Anyway, I thought this was a really solid year of BAFTA awards. Multiple titles could have won in many of those categories, but I think in general they did a... They did right by the industry. A new anime based on the game Dota 2 has just released on Netflix. Uh, the season is eight episodes long and is officially titled Dota Dragon's Blood. However, the real story is that in preparation for an influx of new interested players in the game because of this anime, uh, Valve has updated the onboarding process for new players. And this is like a total overhaul. I mean, the tutorial has just been redone completely, far more comprehensive covers the basic techniques of the game. They've also added a quote-unquote new player mode, which is meant to be a place to learn the game with other new players. And there's just a bunch of other stuff. They, they've got better tooltips, uh, improved bots, streamlined shop system, better objectives to learn the game at a, at a good pace. Anyway, you should check out the blog post. Dota2.com covers it all. And then the other big change that they're making to the game is that they are totally banning Smurf accounts. Which, if you don't know, Smurf accounts are new accounts from experienced players who just go in and squash everybody. Before, it was allowed, and they would just deal with those accounts by placing them in higher ranks as soon as possible. Now it's bannable, and they've got a whole bunch of systems in place to determine who is smurfing. So anyway, pretty cool. Unfortunately, they did release this like two days after a fan-created playable tutorial, which raised like $30,000 in crowdfunding to get it completed. And then Valve said, jokes, we've got our own. Anyway, pretty cool. For the first time in the franchise's history, Total War is getting a remastered game. So the remaster treatment is going to be going to Rome Total War, which is to celebrate the franchise's 20th anniversary. It's pretty wild. Uh, Rome is actually the third game in the series, originally released in 2004, though it is definitely one of the most popular ones to ever come out. 
So it's going to feature new gameplay content with 16 new playable factions. It'll have improved graphics, as expected, better help resources, so like tutorial and game wiki, and then a ton of quality of life features, which is what you're looking for. The game will be releasing on PC on April 29th, along with cross-platform multiplayer across Windows, Mac, and Linux. That's also a series first. And then the game originally had two expansions. Both of them will be lumped in for a total of 30 American dollars for everything, or 50% off if you own the original. All right, folks, that's pretty much everything I got for you today. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm going to be back with the news on Monday, as I am with every Monday to Friday. Hopefully going to be back this weekend with some variety shows. I'll do my best. I've got a lot of homework. And I'd also like to give a big thank you to Ed for leaving me a five-star review. That's all for today. Until next time, happy gaming, everyone. the TGO After Show. Hello and welcome. I'll tell you, I am very far behind on catching up with these video game related adaptations. I feel like we're really in like the beginnings of something really great for video games. Netflix has obviously been doing a tremendous job with a lot of it, but like, I totally missed out on the stuff that they've been doing. Castlevania, Dragon's Dogma, now Dota. I don't know, what else was there that got really popular? The Witcher? I'm doing a Google here. Oh, it looks like I got most of them. But there's a, there's a lot of games that are planned, a lot of TBAs here, which is crazy. I mean, we've got live-action adaptations coming for Fallout, Final Fantasy, Resident Evil, The Last of Us, Twisted Metal, Vampire, and obviously not all of those, you know, are guaranteed to work out. But the fact that we're hearing that and are like, hey, this might actually be good instead of terrible, like every other video game adaptation used to be, that makes me quite happy. So I don't know, maybe I'll, maybe tonight I'll put something on the TV that's like that. I know Castlevania is like, I think I watched a few episodes of it before. It's super gory. I don't know if that's something Shelby is going to want to watch, but maybe if I throw on Dota, it won't be so bad. And you know, I'm not even really familiar with Dota all that much or Castlevania or any of those games I really listed that have already come out. But I do kind of like the idea of just like using it as another entryway into video game lore. As long as it's produced well and the people who made the game are happy with it. Because, you know, I don't want to watch something and then the creator of, of the game comes out and is like, it was a terrible adaptation. Well, okay, I don't want to watch that then. But I still have to watch things like The Witcher and I, I'm so far behind on, on, you know, cultural relevance. I still haven't watched WandaVision. The absolute closest I'm ever going to get with being hip with the kids is like Shelby and I recently watched a show called Money Heist, which got really popular uh, Netflix picked them up and everything. And it's like, we're waiting for the next season. And this is the first time I can remember in a very long time where I'm waiting for a season to come out and I'm going to watch it when it comes out. When it comes to TV, I am very much a, you know, wait until everything is done and then do it. Which, you know, works fine. I just totally don't understand the things that people say on social media. And I have to avoid a lot more spoilers. But anyway. If you have any recommendations about what video game adaptations I should watch, I would appreciate it. Even if it's older, you know, I've seen a lot of memes about like the Super Mario live action and the Mortal Kombat live action. I haven't seen those movies, but I do plan on doing so one day just to say that I've seen them. Uh, that's going to be it for me today. I will be back this weekend with a mailbag because we have a question which is like a week old at this point. So better get that done. And then, I don't know, I'm anticipating another day off, just to be perfectly honest, unless some genius idea comes my way about something I can talk about that is going to be relatively easy to produce. I've got a lot of homework, and I'm going to have a lot of homework for a while. But then after that, once school is done, that's it, you know. 
I'll have something every day, no problems. In fact, I'll be pre-recording my weekend shows so that I don't even have to record them on the weekend. Gives It actually gives me a proper weekend instead of, you know, a fake weekend. Okay, anyway, I'm out of here. Cheers, everybody.